Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft, where no one's name is Shane. My name's Greg. With me is Daniel. Hey, how's it going? This is a special second edition for the week. So two in one week, Daniel. Call We've it. done it. Yep, call it like episode 13 and a half. That's exactly what I plan on calling it. All right. If you notice, John Gorman's not here. He's south by southwesting. Yeah, he's all about those bands. And if you notice, Daniel was not here yesterday. I was Reasons not. unknown. I had a date. Oh, scandalous. Very. So I saw, I saw Black Panther. Nice. Nice. That's a good date where you go on a movie. Yes. And you don't talk to the other person. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, that's definitely one of the positives. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a date like that. No, not at all. Anyways, let's drop the music and get the show going. Yeah, let's do that. Here, episode thirteen and a half, thirteen point five. Yeah, maybe. those those are those are equal to each other. We're gonna talk a little more NCAA basketball, but before we do, we've got hot breaking NFL news. We do, we do. The NFL was lit today. Don't touch your smartphones. No, no, you, your hand might melt. Adam Schefter, I, I'm pretty sure Adam Schefter uh, broke Twitter. Like, he tweeted so many times today that Twitter just stopped working. They're going to rename it Schefter. They should. They should have done that. It, you know what? Schwitter. Everyone needs to get off Twitter except for Adam Schefter and Adrian Wojnarowski. That's all we need Twitter for. It's just those That's two. That's enough. I agree. I agree. Twitter is the, like, garbage heap of American thought. It really is. All I need, all I need is Adam Schefter and Adrian Wojnarowski breaking free agent news. So big, big news, Kirk Cousins getting that guaranteed money. $84 million to the Minnesota 84 Vikings. Over, 84 over three years, guaranteed money. All, yeah, all guaranteed. That is nuts. That's Which nuts. means he's going to, like, blow out his ACL. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't like Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, but as a guy who bet on himself for several years, this kind of makes me happy. You know what I mean? Like, he kept taking those one-year deals. I mean, they kept giving him the franchise tag. But he kept saying he wanted a long-term deal with a lot of money. And the, uh, the, the, the Washington football team kept saying, no, 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 no. We'll give you the one-year fa- uh, franchise tag, and that's it. And he kept right, betting on but... himself. And you know what? He, he cashes out. That's, that's good, good for him. Look, I, I agree with most of that, except for the fact that he wanted a long-term deal, and he winds up in a three-year deal. Well, I mean, it's the NFL. Like, the longest-term deal you're going to get is, like, five or six years. So Yeah, five. He should have gone for that five or six. Yeah, but, I mean, he got three years guaranteed 84. It's all about that guaranteed money. You know, because the... Guaranteed money. The, I, I agree, but what I would have liked to have seen was, a, like, a five- or six-year deal... With a lot of guaranteed money, but like an opt-out clause for the team after like year two or three. Every year there's an opt-out clause. I like that. Every year is an opt-out clause in the NFL. 
because the the contracts aren't guaranteed. To a degree, you could still cut somebody, and, and it, the opt-out clause has to be in the contract somewhere. That was the big yeah. issue with Ryan Fitzpatrick when the Bills cut him. They still had to pay him. I see what you're they, There wasn't an opt-out clause. Like, Tyrod's contract had an opt-out clause after this year, which is why they got rid of him. Tyrod Taylor to the Browns. I think, are the Browns looking okay? I don't know what the Browns are. I mean, the Browns are the Browns are looking not terrible all of a sudden. I, I, I mean, they don't look te- they don't look terrible. I, I do think Tyrod's going to do really well there. Yeah, I mean, I mean you got, got Landry and, and and Gordon on each side. They definitely need a running back, which I, I think they're going to address in the draft. Exactly. I mean, they they they're, they're going to take if they're smart, which I understand they're the Browns. They're not smart, but they take Saquon Barkley. And you have, and with the other first round pick, you take, you know, the quarterback of the future, right? I Tyrod Taylor is your bridge I, quarterback. I think, I think what the Browns are going to do, this is what I think is going to happen, is I think they are going to draft a quarterback with that one overall, mm-hmm. and they're going to trade their second first round pick to the Bills. As what, like compensation for the Tyrod Taylor deal? No, like. no, so no, the, no. The Browns would the Browns would then get picks twenty one and twenty two, and like a third round pick. The Bills are going to trade up in this draft. You really, you think so? Unfortunately, I, I mean, what other choices do they have? Their only other free agent choice right now is Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, breaking news: expected to sign with the Jets. I don't have terms of the deal, but that's uh, that's the rumor on NFL.com. Love me some Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy, you know, I, I hope he can recover. I've said it before on this show and in other places. I just don't understand why the Vikings are giving up on Teddy Bridgewater. I understand he has serious knee problems that he, you know, has taken a couple of years to recover from. But he's a good quarterback. He is. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. And, I, you know, it's not like, it's not like he was a running quarterback. You know what I mean? People see a black quarterback, they always think he's a running guy. He's not a running quarterback. So it, you know, obviously a bum knee hurts him, but not to the extent that it could have. No, he's a a Drew Brees-style quarterback. He's a short pocket passer. Mm -hmm. And and he's he's good at what he does. And the Vikings have a really good offensive line, and they have really good receivers. They 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 didn't need to throw $84 million at Kirk Cousins. I think that's I think that's what my problem is with this move. You know what I mean? I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I think uh I think they're putting a lot of I think they're putting a lot of blame of last season and prior and previous seasons on the quarterback position with this move. Yeah, when we just saw they were in the uh in the conference championship game with Case Keenum. Like that's true. they didn't need to get significantly better than Case Keenum in order to move on to the Super Bowl. No, they really didn't. They really didn't. That number one defense needed to show up when, yeah. when it was all on the line, and it didn't. Yeah, so, and, to, and to be fair to the Vikings, they didn't get significantly better than Case Keenum. So, <laughs> Well, that's all you could get. Yeah. When all, when all you have is Case Keenum, that's as significantly good as you can get. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's a, lot, that's a lot of money to throw at a quarterback. That's a, it's it's a quarterback first league. It really is, which I think is absolutely ridiculous um, in this day and age. I do think they put way too much pressure on that position, and uh, but hey, 
it gives us something to be excited about in free agency, doesn't it? Absolutely. And this has been uh, this has been a, a crazy, crazy free agent period so far, and that's always that's always fun. Speaking it was. of crazy, it was. speaking of crazy free agents, period. Uh, the Packers moving on from Jordy Nelson. Jordy Cut Nelson him. only good when Aaron Rodgers is throwing to him, which I feel like I feel which like he will be this year. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is not going to be throwing to Jordan Nelson this year. No, not anymore. No, but not he anymore. Would have been. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I would be a good receiver if Aaron Rodgers was throwing to me. Like, That's I could true. get, You're I could get slow though. Yeah, I'm pretty slow. <laughs> fifty catches for fifty yards. <laughs> you you could do you could do a forty yard dash in about a day and a half. I'll make it there. I'll get there one day. You know what we should do? We should we should run the forty yard dash and see if we're faster than Roger Goodell. Oh, did Roger Goodell run the forty this year, or he ran yeah, it a couple he, of years ago? He he ran it in the NFL offices in a suit, but the NFL offices, like in the background of where he was running, looks like a seedy debt collector's <laughs> office. <laughs> none of none of that is surprising. <laughs> no, I mean, come on, man! It's like billion dollar company, and this is how you and this is how you got folks working in little cubicles. Yeah, yeah, it sounds. Now, about granted, right. maybe it shouldn't be on Park Avenue in New York City, but <laughs> we get way better digs than what we got. Maybe move that thing out to Long Island City, get a nice view of the skyline, get everybody in office. Yeah, but nobody wants to commute out to Long Island, especially not now. Long y'all, Island y'all City, have a, not Long Island. Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to commute out to Queens either. So you say. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Sammy Watkins you know to the what? Chiefs. Where are we going next? Sammy Watkins to the Chiefs. Look, this is going to be a, an absolute career rebirth. Sammy Watkins will be born again if, in Arrowhead Stadium. If, if Patrick Mahomes is any good. Right? I mean, we don't know, well, we don't know if he's any good. He was, he was already we don't in college. Know, but we, you know, we don't know if he's any good. We know he can throw the ball a mile. Yes. And we know that Sammy Watkins is very good at catching the long ball. Yes. And we know that Sammy Watkins isn't going to be by himself, right? He's got Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill and, and tra- uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Ooh, Travis Kelsey. That's a good team. That's a good team. Those are, those are a lot of weapons. So all we need is Patrick Mahomes to be any good. Yeah, that team, that team got real good with that Sammy Watkins pick. Mm-hmm. If, if uh, again, always the caveat, if Sammy Watkins can stay healthy. That foot. That foot, man. Foot's been bothering him for six years now. He just needs to cut it off and get a prosthetic. <laughs> like Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Blade Runner. Uh, He's in jail. Yes. Did he, he murdered his wife. He, uh, girlfriend. Girlfriend, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the offensive part of that story that I got wrong. <laughs> not yeah. not calling him a murderer, but calling her his wife. Yeah, get it right. He wasn't <laughs> tied down. <laughs> he knows. He knows better. <laughs> oh man! So replacing Jordy Nelson in Green Bay is Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, Reverend Jimmy Graham. I'm just saying. All all Aaron Rodgers needs is just a little bit of help. And I think Jimmy Graham is going to provide that. He's so good. I really think that the Packers made a mistake by not going after Sammy Watkins. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I, 
that would have been a great, a great pairing. Because oh, Aaron Rodgers needs a good receiver, and Sammy Watkins is very good. I, you know. I digress. What do I know? I'm not an NFL GM yet. I don't. I don't. Man, we we. It is proven time and time again every year that these GMs in the NFL don't know anything. No, it's like, a boys' club, man. It's a boys' club. It's everybody's friends. You, you look. They're all dealing. They're all wheeling and dealing with their friends. Yeah, and, and and you get things like, I know I know we're talking about like a decade ago now, but like Randy Moss traded to the Patriots for a fourth round pick, and then he sets all of the receiving records. Like, we're, I don't understand how these things happen all the time. Because people are stupid. They're they're so dumb. But like, I don't know. Although, I, look, it, I I would, in all fairness. And I'm not sticking up for them because I do think a lot of NFL GMs, I think it's so incestuous mm-hmm. that it's not really fair. But I would probably suck too because I draft a fantasy team every single year <laughs> and only one year was that fantasy team any good. <laughs> and I only got kind of good because of trades I made and waiver pickups. Yeah. And you don't even have oh, to no, worry they, about... You know what? That's not true. You that's don't even have true. to worry I, about a, fa- uh, a salary cap. Yeah, that's not true because I I won it one year, but I've I've come in second place in several other several other leagues. Actually, that year I came in first in two leagues, so... Well, there you go. But I, overall, I'm terrible at fantasy football. I feel like most people are. You're pretty good. Uh, you're the uh, you're like the Cleveland Cavaliers of our league. <laughs> you're you're really good, and you go to the finals a lot, but you don't really take home the brass. It's true. It's true. I've made the finals more. I think four times in ten years. John John's never won, right? Uh he did. He won one time. Oh, he did really win. Okay. Has he ever won the NCAA bracket? I have no idea. Because I have done people, both. I'm one of those people where once I'm out in the bracket, I just stop paying attention. Oh, see, now I've I have done both. You've won you have you won a bracket? I won last year. Oh snap. I destroyed the bracket last year. I have a I have a problem. I mean it's not a problem. I'm ha- it, it's a problem that I'm happy to have, right? I said way back in two thousand five when UB was it fell short in the MAC championship game, mm-hmm. I said, you know, if, if the Bulls make the tournament, if they ever make the tournament, I will pick them to win every single time. So three out of the last four years, UB has made the NCAA tournament, and I am picking them to win the championship out of that 13 You're, you're spot. bringing them through? I'll bring, I'll bring them all the way through. Absolutely. Oh, you know, okay, let's talk brackets. All right, let's talk, let's talk some brackets. Look, I'm, I'm so happy because last night John and I were talking about your bracket. My bracket. We are talking about your bracket in particular, and I was like, well, I'm just going to do a show with Daniel tomorrow about brackets, and I'm just going to make fun of his picks the whole time, so this is perfect. <laughs> why, why, are you, why are you making fun of my bracket? Because. What else are we going to do? <laughs> nobody, look, this year, nobody knows. Nobody has oh, a clue no. this year what's happening. No, uh, Virginia and Villanova have been the best teams all year long, but honestly... They gave Purdue had their moment in the sun. I mean, there's 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 been a few teams where they're like Kentucky looked good at the beginning of, or the middle of the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you don't know. No. Nobody knows. No. This is the hardest year 
to even attempt to pick a winner. Right now, you have to look at the number one seeds yeah. and look and see who has the easiest road to the Final Four. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's that's pretty all, much all you have right to do. Now. And they're saying, who are they saying has the easiest road? I, Nova or Xavier have yeah. the easiest road. Yeah, I think it's Nova. U, uh, UVA has the hardest Yeah, road. which is weird because they're the overall number one seed. Right, but they're a team that... If, if they're a defensive team, mm-hmm. if if you play an offensive juggernaut, like if they like if they match up with Arizona like, at no, some point, they won't. They won't because Arizona is losing. Uh, the well, first yeah, round. according to your bracket, Arizona won't get there. <laughs> but if they match up with Arizona, like that's a wrap. Actually, I don't think they could even match up with Arizona until the final four. Uh no, they would get. Uh, they or would not, get, I mean, to, I'm sorry, the elite eight. Yeah, they would get them in the elite eight. Yeah. So, uh, but let, you know what? Let's 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 shimmy through this. Let's start in the south. Let's start okay. there. So UVA uh, versus UMBC. And so uh, nobody really knows what that school even means, what it stands for, and it doesn't even matter. Are you kidding me? It's win. the University of Maryland of Baltimore County. Oh, of course. <laughs> but U- UVA, I think we can both agree UVA is winning yes. that game. Uh, still, uh, no, no 16 has ever beat a one. There's no need. So, yeah. I don't need. Th- I don't want that sort of story starting. No, I don't. Because that's sad when they lose in the very next round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, yeah, sixteen. If a sixteen ever beats a one, or you know, the couple of times that a fifteen beats a two, it's just it's just sad because they get destroyed in the very next round by a, a mediocre team. Exactly. But you know, it just like, ruins it. It ruins it for that number one who probably just had an off night. If there was ever a year that it was going to happen, though. <laughs> this might be the year, right? <laughs> this is the yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. This is the year. This is the year that if you win your bracket this year, you, it's luck. You might as well also play the lottery. Yes, I, I feel like you have the same. Actually, you have a better chance of winning the lottery than winning a a perfect bracket. is is the most probably impossible thing on the planet. I don't think a perfect bracket has ever happened. I know it can't. It's like a one in something billion yeah, it's, chance it's a, of happening. It's a worse worse odds than than the lottery. Uh, what's his face? The uh, 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 the super rich guy think, that owns Quicken. And all yeah, those, he's trying to give a billion dollars yeah. to somebody. He, yeah, he wants to give a billion dollars to anybody that does a perfect bracket, and he's you know charging you like five bucks an entry, and he's just making money, right. just printing he's dollars. A billion yeah. dollars. He's just printing money. It's ridiculous, it's crazy, ridiculous. All right, Creighton, Kansas State. Who do you got? I got Creighton winning that. I, 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 I don't know these eight nine matchups where you don't know anything about any of these teams. You, you generally just go. I I always go with the team from the bigger conference, mm. and I think the Big Twelve is a better basketball conference right now than the Big East. So I say flip a coin on an eight nine. Yeah, pretty much. Eight nine flip a coin. Five twelves your upset. Yeah, which is weird. What do you, so speaking of five twelve? What do you got? Kentucky Davidson. Oh, you 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 got to go with Kentucky. I think you know See, you pack a team full of professional ba- basketball players. They're going to win. And Davidson, I, I, they, they, they came I on strong Davidson. a little bit towards the end, but I don't, I don't have any faith in Davidson this year. I, I've got Davidson. Oh, I have them. Kentucky, I'm Owen feeling that. Kentucky, Owen four versus the top twenty-five this year. Yeah, yeah. Do your research. <laughs> and this brings us to the most important, the most thing. important game Thursday night, nine thirty Eastern. 
Don't stop you be. You be 5 and 0 oh in their last 5. Won mm. the MAC championship, going dancing for the Crushed third time it. in 4 years. Crushed it. Walked away with it. Yeah. They should have just let them into the tournament. Why did we they even have to go through that? Seriously, they 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 won the championship in a walk. It was crazy. Um, you know, Arizona's a good team. Uh, DeAndre Ayton could be the number one overall pick in the NBA no, no, draft. will be the number one. Uh, Luka, Luka Doncic. Come on. Look, they are going up, and, and, this is, and this is why, this is the only reason why I don't think you be, as much as I want them to win, this is the only reason I think they won't win. They're going up against the best basketball player in college right yes. now. And that's hard to do. And he's a big guy. It is. It, it, that's true. He's a big man. That's true. But here's here's the thing. And and this is all. Let me let me throw the caveat on the front here, the front end. This is all wishful thinking Put on my part. There. Okay. This is all wishful of thinking. Of course. But of course, UB is very good at hitting the three point shot. Right. Arizona's best player is a big man, so UB can make the trade of threes for twos. You know what I mean? And and sort of take. DeAndre Ayton out of the game. If you be yes, but the issue the issue with hitting threes and 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 I think well in the professional ranks that's a great thing to do because you have pure natural shooters and you have a lot of them and you have the best of the best pure yes. shooters out there. Yes. In college, you don't. So if you're off, you're very done. true. If your college game depends on shooting threes. You better be on that night. And unfortunately for a team like UB, I don't think that they can go the distance relying on that. No, you're, you're absolutely right. But, I mean, you look at, of the guys, you know, the guys who are playing, like C.J. Massenberg is 39, 39.3%. Jeremy Harris is a 43% three-point shooter. Jer- uh, Dante Carruthers, 48% three-point shooter. He doesn't take a lot of threes. Um, you know, uh, Wesley Clark, when he does, 39% from three, like they have guys who hit a lot of threes as a team, they shoot 37% from three, which is actually Ooh. exactly what you want to shoot. If you're trading threes for two. Yeah. So trading threes for twos, it's a tie. No, I actually, no, you, you win. win, you win, you win. If you're trading threes for twos, not by a lot, but you win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're right. And and you know uh, these these small teams from from small conferences from the mid majors they don't often they don't often win right that's that's why they're mid major conferences but man this is the, the I think this is their best chance right they they played Miami a couple of years ago they played uh, West Virginia the first time in the tournament and they never really had a chance against either of those teams I think. I think this is their their best chance in you know their their third time in the tournament. This is their best chance to win a game. God, I wish they could win too, but their second game would be against Kentucky, <laughs> so probably they wouldn't win that. But you know, like I think this is their best chance to win a game in the NCAA tournament that they've ever had. All right, you heard it here. You heard it here, and that's not because. Everybody that hosts this podcast graduated from UB. <laughs> Some of us twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, a majority yeah, of us Yeah, most of us graduated from UB twice. Um, we do have advanced degrees, however. That's true. Yeah, no, no. It wasn't just double so, majoring, you know, in, in phys ed and nutrition. No. 
No, although I do have a teaching degree from there, so. That's worth about as much as my political science degree. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, Miami and Loyola, Chicago, who you got? I got Miami. Miami, uh, it, they, they, they have uh, a lot of depth and, you know, early. Oh, get off of the U. <laughs> That's all I heard. The whole time we were in L.A., all I heard was about the U and the football Man. team. And guess who fell off? They fell off. That football team got. The chain snaps. They got real bad real fast at the end of the year. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Loyola Chicago is going to wow. win. Wow. Tennessee at right State. Hold on. You have a lot of upsets here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's what I do. <laughs> you, just, you just pick all, the, you pick all the upsets? Because who's got more to play for? I've, that team that, look, look, if, if you're, if, if and, and it's, it's shocking to me that a 16's never beaten a one. You got nothing to play for, right? Yeah, yeah, but you're also not that good. Right. But you're going to go go out guns blazing. But it doesn't matter if your guns are blazing if they're, you know, 22s. That's a, that's a very small it's a very means. small caliber of gun. So I'm just saying like if your if your gun's a pellet gun, so a 38 is bigger. Yes. That's the uh, number of okay. millimeters of the diameter of the bullet fired. What about a 10 gauge? Uh, those are very large bullets. Oh, well then. Um, I see a hole in yeah. your, your thinking. <laughs> Tennessee and Wright State. You got? <laughs> I got Tennessee. I got Tennessee. I got Tennessee in that yeah, one, Yeah, well, too. okay. I got Tennessee in that one, I, too. You know, I mean, they're, they're, just a, they're just a better team at this point. You know, they, they were second in the SEC, four in one of their last five. Uh, you know, Wright State, however, I mean, if you... You know, you know, want to want to look for a reason why they might win. You know, they're four and one in their last five. They've only played one game against the top twenty-five team. They lost it, but you know, they have a a good defense, and they can if they if you know, with any other team, just like with any other small school, if they're on, they can they have a chance. But it's Tennessee all the way. Nevada, Texas. I got Texas winning this game. And mm. Texas, uh, you know, they, I think I just picked them because they have Andrew Jones, and I liked Andrew Jones, the okay. baseball player. Uh, Andrew Jones is uh, stepped away from the team uh, because he found out that he has leukemia, but he oh, has yeah, yeah, yeah. He's come back, back now, yes. though, isn't he? He's and uh, Texas coached by Shaka Smart, who I think is one of the better basketball coaches around. I'm surprised he hasn't gone to the pros. Uh, he used to coach uh, VCU when VCU was winning all the time. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think he's a very good coach, and I think uh, he'll, he'll, he'll carry Texas for a win or two. Cincinnati, Georgia State. Um, I mean, you got to go with Cincinnati. Give me those Bearcats. Let's go. <laughs> you got go, to go with Cincinnati. Uh, they, they, won, they won the AAC. Uh, you know they're just they're just a better team. I wasn't even Fine. aware. I wasn't even aware Georgia State had a basketball team. I wasn't either. <laughs> they they did not. They did not play a top twenty-five team all year. Uh, they are not going to win this. All right. So we went through the first round. We did. Send me right to your finals. Who you got? Go, who you got leaving the finals out of the South? Oh, out of the South. <laughs> I got, I got I got Buffalo over Tennessee in the final. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
You're, I, I've got Cincinnati. Do you really? I do. I got Cincinnati right now. I cha- I'm changing it from last night. I'm, I'm going Cincinnati. Okay. Just uh, as an FYI, according to CBS Sports uh, bracket, uh, exactly 0% of users have picked Buffalo to win the uh, South bracket. You got a real 0%. big upset on your hand right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder if I'm the only person. <laughs> as Buffalo right, winning well, Yes, right now, according to that to that metric, yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's let's move on. Okay, let's go to the West. The West. Who you got? Xavier. Are we just going straight to the finals? Yeah. Who you got coming out of there? I got I got uh, North Carolina beating Xavier in the uh, wow the final. Yeah. Well, I got Xavier coming out. Okay. I mean that's a, it's a, it's a one two. I mean it's uh you know I think in a in a year with a lot of parity like we have now you're going to see a lot of chalk choices. Yes, you are. So I think actually besides my buffalo, yeah, besides my buffalo I have one twos everywhere. Who you got coming out of the east? Out of the east I have Nova beating Purdue. I think Villanova is the best team in college basketball. See, yes, I, I also I have Nova going over Purdue. Yeah, that's a, exactly what I have there too. Yeah, I think I think Villanova is the best team in college basketball. Thirty and four overall, fourteen and four in the Big East. Like, they're just a really good team. They have they um, one of my favorite players. Not probably not the best player in college basketball, but uh, Michael Bridges, Mikal Bridges. He's a he's a small forward. He's six seven with you know he's one of those guys who's like six seven with a twenty six foot wingspan. I like that. Yeah, that's like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, exactly. Kawhi he's, Leonard's wingspan is like a pterodactyl. His his hands, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, I think can, uh, can I, I think his hands are his hands are like eighteen inches long. Yeah, they're huge. Like, I, who was it? Someone someone made the joke like he shakes your hand and touches your elbow with that hand. Yeah. <laughs> Just your whole hand is swallowed up. Yeah. So, so I, you know, right. like Michael Bridge is one of my favorite players. I think uh, Villanova probably, if I was picking a real bracket and not just picking Buffalo to win every time, Villanova probably would be my pick for champion. Ooh. <laughs> Midwest. Who so you got coming out the Midwest? I have Kansas beating Duke. Wow. Yeah. You're going with the Jayhawks? Going with the Jayhawks. I. I, I think I get disappointed by them every year, right? I think has Kansas even made every year? Yes, yes, every year. <laughs> I don't think you Kansas know, has you made know a Final Four. Like the UNC has been to three out of four. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think this is their year, but no, that's a team that you don't hear about. That we we never talk about that. No, but we always talk about the Jayhawks every year. Every and how year, good they and, are. and Bill Self is always falling short. But I just don't see in that half of the bracket. Like, I could see Duke beating Kansas, but I, I picked Kansas to beat Duke. Um, but, like, you look at Kansas's, I think Kansas might have the easiest road to the Final Four, right? They'll get Penn in, in the first round. Uh, but the winner of yes, Seton in the first Hall, round, NC but State, and then, you know, Clemson or Auburn probably. Like, we're not talking about basketball powerhouses. You got Duke in there. And don't forget, Syracuse is more than likely sneaking it. Uh, Syracuse, yeah, I, I guess. But, I mean, as an 11 seed, Syracuse is going to get in. And Syracuse isn't that good. They shouldn't be in the NCAA tournament anyway. No, and they Syracuse shouldn't, is but you're talking to, about... And even if they win their first round, they're going to lose to Michigan State in the second round. 
I disagree. So I think I think Michigan State and Arizona have two things going against them this particular year. Uh, ridiculous scandals. Yes, and I think that's going to become really distracting. I think Syracuse can make some make some noise. You got a coach who knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, right? the, the, the zone that the zone defense itself is generally good for a win, maybe two. You're absolutely right. You know, what Jim Beheim's favorite food is. Uh, uh I don't. A calzone. <laughs> Should have gotten Come that. On. I didn't get there. Come on, that one's easy. That was that was right there on the that that calzone was right there on the table. I love calzone. It was right there. You didn't take it. I didn't it. take it. I thought you I was going to say I was going to say stromboli, but that didn't make any sense. No, that would have been terrible. It wouldn't have made any sense. <laughs> but I mean, like, here's my thing, right? So if you look at the Midwest bracket, right, all the teams you said that could beat Kansas, Kansas is going to face any of them until the Elite Eight. Right. So, but I feel like if you look at all, if you look at all of these brackets, this particular year, it's been set up that way. It's been set up where the elite eight is going to be very, very good. good. It's going to be very good. If you, if, if it goes the way that they want it to go, yeah, it looks, it's going to be excellent. It looks like they did. And I, you know, this is a weird thing to say. I don't know if they do this on purpose. I kind of hope they don't, but maybe they did. Oh, they absolutely do. They absolutely they, they do. They did a good job of setting it up so you're going to get a lot of one-two matchups in the Elite Eight. Like, you should probably have three out of the four Elite Eight matchups are probably one versus two. Oh, yes. Obviously, the one that's not is the South. <laughs> we're we're going to have a 13. We're going to have a 13. Uh, Who you got winning the whole thing? Uh, you know what? You, bringing you the know whole, I got Buffalo. Who's, who's cutting a net? You know, you, who's cutting a net? You know Nate Oates, C.J. Massenberg, and Nick Perkins are cutting that net down. They, those are those are the coach and, and two of the best players for the Buffalo Bulls. Now, if, let's say, UB wasn't in I it. would, uh, I, I said, I told you, I, I told you I got Villanova is probably the best team in college basketball. So it would be, it would be either Villanova, probably Villanova or... Virginia, right? DeAndre Ayton is just... Or I'm sorry, Arizona. DeAndre Ayton is just very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say Nova. Yeah, Nova is, Nova's really good. They're, they're really let good. Let Nova take it home. Let them. Yeah, let Nova let take them. it home. When was the last time Nova won, a, won the college basketball championship? Been a while. Been a while. So... Been a while. Does this whole thing, especially with what we talked about last week, does this whole thing of loving the NCAA tournament make you feel a little bit dirty? It makes me feel a little bit dirty, given how much I hate the NCAA as an entity. I, yeah, so I hate the NCAA. I think it's like the worst. More than I hate pretty much anything else. Uh, but I found out that it's not, it's not like I, I, I didn't do any sort of like digging around. I think I saw a commercial maybe, <laughs> or I read a news article. It was right there in the open. Right. 10 billion dollars. Oh will be gambled on this tournament. Oh, God. And I feel horrible because I just put 10 in on a bracket <laughs> chance. <laughs> so like, you, are, you are part of the 1%. <laughs> I, I am part of the 10 billion club. Oh, my God. No. And, and, and then I'm thinking to myself, and I, I, I keep going back to this kid at Duke, the senior at Duke who's in the hole, $210,000. Oh, God, yeah. And I can't help but think to myself that, the NCAA just uses yeah. kids to make money. Yeah, it's a, like it's a it's a different story. We are having a completely different talk. If all of these student athletes, if if their school is 
paid for, we are having a completely different conversation. I feel like, I, I don't know, you keep saying that, but I, like 95% of these kids are getting their college paid for. No, that's not true. You can only allow so many scholarships on your team. But it's like, but, but it's like 15 scholarships on a, on a 17-person team. Right. So for basketball, that's awesome. But for football... Yeah, for football, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Well, no, I, in football, you get a ton of scholarships. That's not... No, football, it's different. You get like 80 scholarships in football. No. Yes. No. Full rides? Yes. No. Oh, my God. Google, Google it right now. I'm on it. We need, a, we need a guy. Scholarship count. Guy. FBS programs are allowed 85 scholarships on its roster at any given time and generally can sign up to 25 players per year. All, 85, all 85 scholarships are full rides. So for mm. all Division One college football schools, they have 85 scholarship players on their teams. They should all get it, first of all. They should all get the free ride. And then the really good ones should be allowed to seek endorsements. Yeah. They should allow to have their side hustle. I heard, I heard a, do whatever a they good want. point when we're talking about paying college basketball players. And this was a, this was a good point made by uh, Bomani Jones earlier, uh, actually last week. Uh, he said, guy. if you are okay with paying college basketball players, essentially free agency in college basketball then shouldn't you also be okay with colleges trading players? How would that make you feel? See, but I don't believe I, – I, I don't think that the colleges should pay the players. Okay. I, I think they should be allowed to seek endorsement deals. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I don't think – I think, like I said, I think colleges should be paying for their I, – I think college – I think the college should obviously pay for their tuition. I think play, pay for their room and board. I think they should have a very cushy life in college and not have to scrape by like some people have to in college. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they should pay them like a paycheck. I think they should – or a stipend. I think they should be allowed to seek outside money. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they can do autograph signings. They can sell memorabilia. They be, can be in commercials, do interviews. Be yeah, be in commercials. Do endorsement deals with Nike. I think that is completely okay. And that actually, in the end, that 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 teaches the kids, right? Yeah, it's entrepreneurial. I mean, it's business sense. Yeah, it, could you imagine? Like, think about that for a second. You go, you go to school. Let's say there's a one and done rule, right? Mm-hmm. Tuition's paid for, room and board's paid for. You got a nice little setup going. You're getting a hundred grand a year from Nike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna stay there for four years. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You have zero expenses and just profit. Yeah, you got, you've got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah, and and, it's, zero a, to and lose. it's a huge learning experience, and you get, you know, you get to put your hooks in at Nike early yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think I, I, and like I said, I don't think the NCAA should be paying players to do this but i think they should make their lives a lot easier and then also at the same time allow them to declare for the draft like let's say i declare oh, for the God, draft yeah. and i go in the third round or get drafted by the browns I, 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 yeah i'd be like i'm not happy with that i'm going back to school and i'll declare for the draft again next year yeah should be legal like i i don't and you know it's it's so what if they play the system good <laughs> they, they the yeah college athletes have had have been played uh, for decades now, and I think it's time for them to get their their fair share. And and really, I mean, think about it: who's gonna get? Who's gonna wind up getting these endorsement deals? Your superstar athletes, yeah, only are only get the these best players. Deals, yeah. And and like, I'm okay with. And that, that actually, like, everyone worries about 
you know, how the, the one and done rule is killing college basketball because you don't get any four year stars anymore. That actually yeah. will do a better job of keeping kids in college longer. Yeah, for sure. I, I really do think that will. Mm-hmm. Especially if you go low in the draft, you're like, well, I'm going to go back in. I'm, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get another year to develop. Yeah. Everything's paid for. That's a, that's a really good point. You know? I, hadn't, I hadn't looked at it that way. That is, uh, you, are, you are correct. I, I, I have changed my outlook on this over the years mm-hmm. uh, once I found out really how dirty, <laughs> uh, in particular, the NCAA yeah. was. And now, and I do, I, I, you know, there's a kid, I, I think he plays uh, football. He's like a kicker, maybe. He's got like a YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel has so many subscribers now, and he can start to monetize his views. And the NCAA as well said, well, then you can't play football. God, Jesus. <laughs> you, you can't play NCAA. You're, you're making revenue off of your image. That, it, it, it's essentially, we own your image. Yeah. That's why you don't see college jerseys with kids' names on the back. Yeah. They don't sell jerseys like no. that. Because that's not allowed, not allowed by NCAA. That's why, uh, and yeah, that's, that's why they don't have, like, when you buy the NCAA football game, video game, the, the, none of the yeah, There's no names, games. just yeah. numbers. So I'm, I'm done with that. Let them let them seek uh, let them seek revenue. Let them seek a paycheck. I don't think the NCAA should be paying their paycheck, but I think they should be allowed to explore that opportunity if it comes to them. That's a that's a good idea. It's just like you know you you worry about how long it's gonna you know the the next step from there is unionizing and asking to share in revenue, right? Like that's the next logical step, and. But I don't think it should go there. No, but but you can't tell them, you know, once, let's say, let's say they do what you're saying, right? And everyone's allowed yeah. to monetize their own image and, and, and go forward with that. From there, let's say they do that for five or ten years, they say, well, hey, you know, we're legalizing gambling now. So the NCAA is going to take a cut of, you know, 10% of that $10 billion, talking about a billion dollars. $10 billion. <laughs> That's crazy. It's more money than porn makes. <laughs> Well, that's not true. I don't know. I don't know how much porn makes. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you're going to talk about like the NCAA taking a cut of this gambling and the NCAA taking a cut of all, you know, obviously all the TV money and the kids are going to say, hey, we should get that. And, and, you know, they've already had teams, you know, groups of players try to unionize, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, so that's it's, it's going ah. to happen. I don't, you know, again, I, but I don't think they would be trying to unionize no. if they were getting yeah, a cushy if they, if they life anything, in, in yeah. college sports. You know, I don't think that, it, it, look, if you're a full-time student and you're a full-time athlete, that doesn't leave you a lot of job, a lot of time for a job or, or to, you know, but in it, okay, your room and board might get paid, your, your tuition gets paid. You want to go out. You want to enjoy the college experience. Yeah, no, you're 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 right. And I think I think putting get letting kids into the market for themselves will not only make them some money, it will teach them how how that aspect of life works. And for some of them, it'll let them know if they even want to be a part of it, right? Like, you know, you look back at, at, you know, guys like Ryan Leaf and Ricky Williams, right? Like, those Ryan guys... Leaf. Ryan, Ryan Leaf hated being a professional football player. Yeah, he, he, I think he's in jail. 
I believe he is in jail now. I think he's in jail right now. Um, he hated he hated being a real life. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I mean, like too. that's the thing. Like he would have learned that early on, and maybe he would have stopped playing college football. You know, and and pursued yeah. something else. It's yeah. Probably, probably Ricky Williams would have too. He would have realized, look, I don't want to do this. Right, but and, and you know, it's one of those situations where you're looking, you know, from the outside in, and you're like, well, I and who, you know what? So who? Somebody just wrote a really good article about this. I want to say it was Aaron Williams that might have said this, uh, the former Buffalo Bills safety who said that uh, he's like, look, all I cared about was getting to the NFL and getting paid. Mm-hmm. That's all I cared about. Yeah, that's all I didn't that's care. All I didn't care about, care about. Yeah, I didn't care about performing. I cared about getting paid. And it's like, if you have a cushy life in college mm-hmm. and you are allowed to and, and you, you know, make entrepreneurial and, and enterprising decisions, and I you think make, you, should, you should be... And you make enough money, like a lot of these guys need to get out of school, need to make money to to help their family, right? Exactly. But yeah, I mean, you know, you throw a hundred thousand dollars a year, and that's enough for some of these people to to help their family. Yeah. And and also at the same time, again, this the interest here, the interested parties, are like the one percent of college athletes that are going to make it to the pros. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think once you tar- start talking about like revenue sharing and things like that, th- that gets into a bit of unfairness because a lot of these people are never going to go pro, right. nor do they m- even have an interest in going pro. Yeah, it's true. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. You're not wrong about any of that stuff. I agree. I'm not wrong, but I ain't right. I don't know. No, that's a. I think. <sighs> I don't think the, here's the thing, like the NCAA is doing, they're, they're being super obstinate when they don't have to be, right? Nobody is on the side anymore of total and complete amateurism. So pull back some of the restrictions and you're, you're going to get a very happy result, right? Like let these kids trade on their names and what does that change? It changes nothing. Right. So. I'm with it. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Let's do it. Who do we call? Mark Emmert? Uh, the NCAA. Yeah, call office. Mark Emmert. All right. I'll give him a call. Uh, I'm done. That's all you got? Are you, that's all I got tonight. All right. Well, this is, uh, I think this was pretty good. Except uh, one thing. Uh-oh. 30 seconds for the Knicks go. Oh, man, I don't even know if I have 30 seconds on the Knicks today. They've lost seven straight games, a couple games to teams that are also trying to tank. Uh, they are just really bad. They are presently losing to the also really bad Dallas Mavericks. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. has 10 points in 26 minutes. He's no better than uh, he's no better than Frank Nilakina. But uh, it's all it's all about looking forward right now. It's all about uh, you know, securing a good draft pick, and that's why I'm going to be heavy into the NCAA tournament this year. Michael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton. Ooh, your time is up. All right. 30 seconds. That's all you get. That's all I that's get. That's all I get for the nick of time. That's all I get for the nick of time. I'm that's in. All you get. I'm with it. I'm with it. You're, com- you're coming here, though. End of the month, right? We're going to see the Knicks play. Uh, is that still the thing we're doing, or are you done with that? It was the beginning of the month. Of April? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. oh yeah, the end end of the month of March, beginning of the month of April. Yes, I will that's be in what town. I'm talking about. That's, we will that's we will the try to. I think we will try. <laughs> this month is the month that you're talking about. Excellent. This is the one. End of this month. Okay. Did I not say that? <laughs> you said end of. The, I don't know why. You know what? No, you you're you're ab- once again you're right. You said end of the month, and for some reason I thought that meant the end of next month. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I was doing there. That's okay. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. It was uh, it was a blast. I like doing I like doing half episodes. Half a sode. Half a so oh a half a sode. Just, just a half a sode. All right. I'm with All it. All right. Where can they find you on your little social media? Uh, you can find me at Don't Take My Name on Twitter. You could find uh, the show at Shane's Pod on the gram. Shane's Pod. <laughs> you could find. Uh, Greg Dennis at Snap Your Life Away. I think that's also on Instagram. <laughs> no, that's on Snapchat. Oh, okay. My my Instagram is Gram Your Life Away, but uh, it's really it's really just Shane's Pod. Yeah, just go to the Shane's Pod. Shane's Pod. That's where you find anything of interest. Anything and everything. And and what? So you know what I want to start doing? Yeah. The beers that we drink during the episode, we are going to start posting those to Instagram. All right. So I will uh, I will get you a nice picture of my other half. Double mosaic dream. And I'm going to post up a picture of LGA to LGB, the other half monkish collaboration drink. Oh, yeah. That I love to drink. LGA. All right. We're doing it real big. Yep. Well, it's got to be better than JFK, so I'm with it. It's not. The JFK is better, but uh, (sighs) that's okay. That's okay. Until next week. Yeah, we'll do this again next week. When we're all back together. We'll be a tripod again. We will. John Gorman's song, going to end the podcast with, because we don't have enough money to pay for other people's songs. Yeah, we put too much money into John Gorman's career. Deuces, everybody. Deuces. Let's go UB. Oh, B-U-F-F-A-L-O. Go Buffalo. (laughs) All right, am I stopping here? Bombshell detonating ivy at the ace of spades motel. Sweet talking like a chocolate cover lemonade, fresh fruit from the well. She's saving up to be the sort of trouble that coronas can't chase away. Cut up the line, baby, finish the rhyme. Yeah, the sun still shines today. Miami got a mind out of sight Tracing her face in the pale moonlight Fresh burnt fireflies They don't lie No, they won't lie I can play blackjack blind By the lightning air my mind Turn away the ocean tide But I just can't figure out What eyes they silently shout Oh, can't turn a tears to wine Oh, I'm
Get turning tears to wine Yeah. 